0: Um, I'm Kazaya Praise I'm a Filipino missionary living in Cambodia and I just wanted to tell you that you guys have been such a blessing to me personally because I listen to your podcast a lot and it really helps me um, focus and meditate more on reading the scriptures so I kind of do it as a supplement to my Bible reading and I'm really grateful and thankful for you guys. Uh, hopefully you guys could also pray for um, the missionary work here in Cambodia and I'd love to hear more from you in the future. God bless you and thank you so much for um, your ministry. I mean, I thank God for the ministry that he has given you guys. That's all. Well, thank you very much, cause I Praise. All the way in the land of Cambodia Blessings to you, my friend We are so honored to be able to spend time with you in the Bible And that goes for all of you listeners out there Well, hey, the day is April the 22nd It is day number 112 in our journey through the Bible As Keziah said, my name is Hunter I am your brother Your Bible reading coach Someone who is showing up with you every day To spend some time together in the pages of the Bible So let this Bible direct our hearts to the one who is the living Word of God, the one alone who has those words of life. And oh, how we need his life, and he gives it in abundance. Well, today, friends, we are going to look into those words. It's going to be in 1 Samuel today. That's where we'll start, chapter 27, then on to Psalm 141 and 1 Chronicles chapter 9. Then we finish in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 10. This is the word of the Lord. 1 Samuel 27 But David kept thinking to himself, Someday Saul's going to get me. The best thing I can do is to escape to the Philistines. Then Saul will stop hunting for me in the Israelite territory, and I'll finally be safe. So David took his 600 men and went over and joined Achish son of Moach, the king of Gath. David and his men and their families settled there with Akish at Gath. David brought his two wives along with him, Ahinoam from Jezreel, and Abigail, Nabal's widow from Carmel. Word soon reached Saul that David had fled to Gath, so he stopped hunting for him. One day David said to Akish, If it is all right with you, I would rather live in one of the country towns instead of here in the royal city. So Akish gave him the town of Ziklag which still belongs to the kings of Judah to this day. And they lived there among the Philistines for a year and four months. David and his men spent their time raiding the Gerashites, the Girzites, and the Amalekites, people who had lived near Shur toward the land of Egypt since ancient times. David did not leave one person alive in the villages he attacked. He took the sheep, goats, cattle, donkeys, camels, and clothing before returning home to see King Achish. Where did you make your raid today? Akish would ask. And David would reply, Against the south of Judah, the Jerahamilites, and the Kenites. No one was left alive to come to Gath and tell where he had really been. This happened again and again while he was living among the Philistines. Akish believed David and thought to himself, By now the people of Israel must hate him bitterly. Now he will have to stay here and serve me forever. Psalm 141 psalm of david O lord i'm calling to you please hurry listen when i cry to you for help accept my prayers as an incense offered to you and my upraised hands as an evening offering take control of what i say O lord and guard my lips don't let me drift toward evil or take part in acts of wickedness don't let me share in the delicacies of those who do wrong let the godly strike me it'll be a kindness If they correct me, it is soothing medicine. Don't let me refuse it. But I pray constantly against the wicked and their deeds. When their leaders are thrown down from a cliff, the wicked will listen to my words and find them true. Like rocks brought up by a plow, the bones of the wicked will lie scattered without burial. I look to you for help, O sovereign Lord. You are my refuge. Don't let them kill me. Keep me from the traps they have set for me, from the snares of those who do wrong. Let the wicked fall into their own nets, but let me escape. First Chronicles 9 So while Israel was listed in the genealogical records in the books of the kings of Israel, the people of Judah were exiled to Babylon because they were unfaithful to the Lord. The first of the exiles to return to their property in their former towns were priests, Levites, temple servants, and other Israelites. Some of the people from the tribes of Judah, Benjamin, Ephraim, and Manasseh came and settled in Jerusalem. One family that returned was that of Uthiah, son of Amihud, son of Amri, son of Imri, son of Bani, a descendant of Perez, son of Judah. Others returned from the Sholonite clan, including Asiah the oldest, and his sons. From the Zerahite clan, Jehuel returned with his relatives. In all, 690 families from the tribe of Judah returned. From the tribe of Benjamin came Salu, son of Meshulam, son of Hodaviah, son of Hasunua, Ibeniah, son of Jerom, Elah, son of Uzi, son of Mikri, and Meshulam, son of Shephatiah, son of Ruel, son of Abnisha. These men were all leaders of the clans, and they were listed in their genealogical records. In all, 956 families from the tribe of Benjamin returned. Among the priests who returned were Jediah, Jehorayab, Jakin, Azariah, son of Hilkiah, son of Meshullam, son of Zadok, son of Merioth, son of Ahitub. Azariah was the chief officer of the house of God. Other returning priests were Adiah, son of Jehoram, son of Peshur, son of Milkijah, and Messiah, son of Adiel, son of Jehazara, son of Meshulam, son of Meshimeleth, son of Emer. In all 1760 priests returned they were heads of clans and very able men. They were responsible for ministering at the house of God. The Levites who returned were Shemaiah, son of Heshub, son of Kam, son of Heshabiah, a descendant of Merahri. Bakhbacar, Haresh, Galal, Mataniah, son of Mikah, son of Zikri, son of Asaph, Obadiah, son of Shemaniah, son of Galal, son of Jeduthun, and Berakiah, son of Asa, son of Elkanah, who lived in the area of Natofa. The gatekeepers who returned were Shulam, Hakub, Talmon, Ahiman, and their relatives. Shulam was the chief gatekeeper. Prior to this time, they were responsible for the king's gate on the east side. These men served as gatekeepers for the camps of the Levites. Shulam was the son of Kor, a descendant of Abisaph from the clan of Korah. He and his relatives, the Korahites, were responsible for guarding the entrance to the sanctuary just as their ancestors had guarded the tabernacle in the camp of the Lord. Phinehas, son of Eleazar, had been in charge of the gatekeepers in earlier times, and the Lord had been with him. And later Zechariah, son of Meshelamiah, was responsible for guarding the entrance to the tabernacle. In all, there were 212 gatekeepers in those days. They were listed according to the genealogies in their villages. David and Samuel the seer had appointed their ancestors because they were reliable men. These gatekeepers and their descendants, by their divisions, were responsible for guarding the entrance to the house of the Lord, when that house was a tent. The gatekeepers were stationed on all four sides, east, west, north, and south. Their relatives in the villages came regularly to share their duties for seven-day periods. The four chief gatekeepers, all Levites, were trusted officials, for they were responsible for the rooms and the treasuries at the house of God. They would spend the night around the house of God since it was their duty to guard it and to open the gates every morning. Some of the gatekeepers were assigned to care for the various articles used in worship. They checked them in and out to avoid any loss. Others were responsible for the furnishings, the items in the sanctuary, and the supplies such as flour, wine, olive oil, frankincense, and spices. But it was the priests who blended the spices. Matathiah, a Levite, and the oldest son of Shulam, the Korhite, was entrusted with baking the bread used in the offerings, and some members of the clan of Kohath were in charge of preparing the bread to be set on the table each Sabbath day. The musicians, all prominent Levites, lived at the temple. They were exempt from other responsibilities since they were on duty at all hours. All these men lived in Jerusalem. They were the heads of the Levite families and were listed as prominent leaders in their genealogical records. Jaiel, the father of Gibeon, lived in the town of Gibeon, his wife's name was Makah, and his oldest son was Abdon. Jael's other sons were Zur, Kish, Baal, Nur, Nedab, Gedor, Ahio, Zechariah, and Miklath. Miklath was the father of Shemim. All these families lived near each other in Jerusalem. Nur was the father of Kish, Kish was the father of Saul, Saul was the father of Jonathan, Melchishua, Abinadab, and Eshbaal. Jonathan was the father of Mari beal Mari beal was the father of Micah. The sons of Micah were Pithon, Belech, Teri, and Ahaz. Ahaz was the father of Jeddah. Jeddah was the father of Alemeth, Azmaveth, and Zimri. Zimri was the father of Moza. Moza was the father of Beni. Beni's son was Raphia. Raffiaia. Raphaiah's son was Elisa. Elisa's son was Azel. Azel had six sons, whose names were Azricam, Bokeru, Ishmael, Shariah, Obadiah, and Hanan. These were the sons of Azel. Matthew 10 Jesus called his twelve disciples together and gave them authority to cast out evil spirits and to heal every kind of disease and illness. Here are the names of the twelve apostles. First, Simon, also called Peter, then Andrew, Peter's brother, James, son of Zebedee, John, James's brother, Philip, Bartholomew, Thomas, Matthew, the tax collector, James, son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon, the zealot, Judas Iscariot, who later betrayed him. Jesus sent out the twelve apostles with these instructions. Don't go to the Gentiles or the Samaritans, but only to the people of Israel. God's lost sheep. Go and announce to them that the kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cure those with leprosy, and cast out demons. Give as freely as you have received. Don't take any money in your money belts, no gold, silver, or even copper coins. Don't carry a traveler's bag with a change of clothes or sandals or even a walking stick. Don't hesitate to accept hospitality, because those who work deserve to be fed. Whenever you enter a city or a village... "'Search for a worthy person to stay in his home until you leave town. "'When you enter the home, give it your blessing. "'If it turns out to be a worthy home, let your blessing stand. "'If it is not, take back the blessing. "'If any household or town refuses to welcome you or listen to your message, "'shake its dust from your feet as you leave. "'I tell you the truth. "'The wicked cities of Sodom and Gomorrah will be better off "'than such a town on the Judgment Day. "'Look, I am sending you out as sheep among wolves.' So be as shrewd as snakes and harmless as doves. But beware, for you will be handed over to the courts and will be flogged with whips in the synagogues. You'll stand trial before the governors and kings because you are my followers. But this will all be your opportunity to tell the rulers and other unbelievers about me. When you are arrested, don't worry about how to respond or what to say. God will give you the right words at the right time. For it is not you who will be speaking. It will be the spirit of your father speaking through you. A brother will betray his brother to death. A father will betray his own child, and children will rebel against their parents and cause them to be killed. And all nations will hate you because you are my followers. But everyone who endures to the end will be saved. When you are persecuted in one town, flee to the next. I tell you the truth. The Son of Man will return before you have reached the towns of Israel. Students are not greater than their teacher, and slaves are not greater than their master. Students are to be like their teacher, and slaves are to be like their master. And since I, the master of the household, have been called the prince of demons, the members of my household will be called by even worse names. But don't be afraid of those who threaten you, for the time is coming when everything that is covered will be revealed, and all that is secret will be made known." What I tell you now in the darkness, shout abroad when daybreak comes. What I whisper in your ears, shout from the housetops for all to hear. Don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot touch your soul. Fear only God who can destroy both soul and body in hell. What is the price of two sparrows, one copper coin? But not a single sparrow can fall to the ground without your father knowing it. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. Everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on earth, I will also acknowledge before my Father in heaven. But everyone who denies me here on earth, I will also deny before my Father in heaven. Don't imagine that I came to bring peace to the earth. I came not to bring peace, but a sword. I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. Your enemies will be right in your own household. If you love your father or mother more than you love me, you are not worthy of being mine. Or if you love your son or daughter more than me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you refuse to take up your cross and follow me, you are not worthy of being mine. If you cling to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for me, you will find it. Anyone who receives you receives me. And anyone who receives me receives the Father who sent me. If you receive a prophet as one who speaks for God, you will be given the same reward as a prophet. And if you receive righteous people because of their righteousness, you will be given a reward like theirs. And if you give even a cup of cold water to one of the least of my followers, you will be surely rewarded. And now may our Lord who rewards us May he now give his blessing to the reading and hearing of his word. Amen. Jesus is sending them out two by two with his credentials. They're going out as his disciples, with his authority and his message. And they're also going out with his compassion. Jesus wants us to go out with his credentials and his compassion. That's what Jesus wants from us as his disciples. When we do that... We begin to experience his kingdom life. And we begin to see him in a clearer light and experience his compassion in our own life in a new way. But we shouldn't be surprised when people misunderstand. Nor should we be surprised if we experience persecution. That's what Jesus experienced. That's what he did, and that's what came his way. He tells us quite plainly that it's going to be the same for us too. So are you rejected by family or your religious community or by authorities because you serve him and offer his message of love and grace for all, well, you shouldn't be surprised if you're rejected, Jesus says, because that's what happened to him too. And yet Jesus still sends us out into this world, just like he did with the 12. He sends us with his credentials and his compassion and his very presence. Christ in you. He's sending us out as his apprentices, and he wants you to see this broken world the way that he sees it. He sees it through the eyes of his father. He sees it with a heart to restore, to make new, to heal. He sees it with compassion, and he wants us to see the same. So let's go out. Let's do what he told us to do. Let's respond to his command to go into all the world taking his credentials and his compassion and make him known. We do this in the power of Christ himself, who lives and abides in you. So let us go with great joy in the power of the Spirit and do what he's asked us to do. And that's a prayer that I have for my own soul. That's the prayer that I have for my family, for my wife, my daughters, and my son, And that's the prayer that I have for you. May it be so. Well, hey, how cool was it to hear Kaziah Praise, missionary to Cambodia, who gave us a little greeting this morning. Man, I just love that little voicemail app there on the DRB webpage. That's where she left that message. All the way on the other side of the world, she was able to go on the webpage and click on there and leave us. A little joy. And you can do the same. You can say hello, tell us who you are, where you're from, and it's easy peasy. You can give a shout out to a friend, maybe the one who's responsible for you being here listening to this podcast. Whatever you want, just go ahead and head on over to the DRB webpage. That's dailyradiobible.com and click on that little voicemail link. There are other ways you can reach us too. You can You can email us. I got a great email this last week from Rod Black, who is another missionary who was spending some time in the East. And I also got a letter in the U.S. Post from Danny Randolph, a rancher in Oklahoma. How cool is that? I've got missionaries in the East and ranchers in the West. We've got a beautiful family here in the DRB, and I am so appreciative of all of you. No matter where you're at, no matter what you do, man, we're just blown away that we can do this thing that we're doing together. We don't have to do it alone. And that is so, so good, isn't it? (laughs) It really is. So whether you want to leave us a voicemail or an email or regular mail, you can do all of that. My email address is hunter at dailyradiobible.com, and our postal address is Daily Radio Bible, P.O. Box 227, Seaside, Oregon, 97138. There you have it. Three ways to connect. But hey, before I disconnect, I want to send a shout out to some folks out there. These are partners who keep us all connected through their generous gifts. So a big hello and shout out to Matthew Malafa, to Heather Hannett, to Gwendolyn Cradle, Abigail Ruiz, and last but not least, Robert Hadula. Blessings to you, my partners and friends, in the work of the Lord. Well, hey, blessings to all of you folks out there. If you'd like to join that happy group of folks that are partnering to make this podcast, you certainly can. Just Head on over to the webpage dailyradiobible.com and click on the donate link and you will be on your way. Well, I'm going to be on my way now, but what do you say we show up again here tomorrow? Let's do it again. Lord willing in the creek don't rise, I plan on being here. Until that time, let's go forward in God's joy. Let's let his joy be our strength and let us always remember this, that you are loved. No doubt about it, Alrighty, I'll talk to you again tomorrow. You guys take care.